0: Hello, and welcome back to Now Screaming, episode 91. I'm Evan Culbertson.
1: And I'm Liz Smart.
0: And we're watching all the horror movies currently available for streaming on the internet.
1: So you don't have to.
0: This week we'll be talking about the 2010 Finnish horror film Rare Exports a Christmas Tale, which comes to us from Amazon Prime.
1: Yes. But Happy belated Christmas.
0: It is currently on Shudder and Hulu as well. You got ahead of me there. Happy Sorry. belated Christmas. Happy
1: belated Christmas. I got excited when you said a Christmas tale.
0: Hope that everyone had safe and happy holidays in Mm -hmm. this fucked up year. Yeah. The year is almost over. We are in the interregnum between Christmas and New Year's. Year's.
1: My favorite time of year, honestly. I love it. It's what feels the most like the holidays. When you say, like, happy holidays, or I hope you have a wonderful holiday. This is the time period where it's like, yeah, it's a nice time. Normally we would be, like, out of town. There'd be, like, a nice, like, that chill time of year. Um... At least for those of us who are not, you know, essential workers. But shouts out to them who are probably still working right now.
0: This movie comes to us on recommendation from my mother. Mm -hmm. Though people tend to really like this movie. Um, Listeners of ours have said that they like this movie. Mm -hmm. We hope to not let you down too much. (laughs) If you're listening to this, because we did not like this Yeah, movie. if you
1: loved it, like, hold on to that. So happy that it makes you happy. So glad that it can be a Christmas horror movie that you enjoy, but... Maybe don't listen to this episode. We missed something. There's something that did not... Something about it that just did not grab us, personally.
0: Yeah, so this is the... I'm pretty sure the first film from Finland that I have ever seen. It's written and directed by uh, Halmari Halander, who, before this, was a director of... Short films and commercials. He had previously made a short film called Rare Exports. That is about a company that traps and hunts Santa Clauses. And then made a sequel to that. And then five or so years later made this. Which is a prequel to those short films. This is a a feature-length film that culminates in being about a company that traps Mm -hmm. Santa Clauses. Mm -hmm. But...
1: I'm more intrigued by it as a short film concept.
0: I was just saying we did not watch film. those. No, I kind of wish I had though. We judged this on its own merits, and again on its own merits. I'm I'm honestly a little bit stunned that people <laughs> consider this a Christmas horror classic. You know, a couple yeah. years ago we did a Christmas horror story that was also kind of schlocky and fun, and but not definitely
1: more what I think of as like a fun Christmas movie to watch.
0: Yeah, but also, I don't think that that film has uh, more mixed reactions than this. This film seems almost universally acclaimed. It has a 90% approval on Rotten Tomatoes. A
1: 3.2 rating on Letterboxd, which is high for Letterboxd.
0: And it's high for like a seasonal horror film, especially. People think this is excellent. People compare this to John Carpenter. People say that this is, quote, an original, daring, carefully crafted film that never for one instant winks at us that it's a parody. I... Uh... Okay. feel like I watched a different movie yeah, than people. Yeah, so here's the
1: thing. If you feel that way, you're in the majority, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> you you clearly are nailing it. Uh, we have no... I have no idea. I, I cannot see any of that here.
0: Yeah, again, I think that... Again, take solace if you liked this movie, and if listeners of this... Listen to this episode and decide, you know what, I do want to check that out. More power to you. Mm-hmm. I agree with you that I feel like there's some disconnect that we... This movie did not keep my attention. This movie, to me, does not make very much sense. Logically, I had a really hard time with it.
1: I'm interested in hearing your thoughts about that, because I feel like it made sense logically. I just was totally tuned
0: out. I really don't agree. Uh, and I think that the... Again, we warned you if you're going to be offended to to turn this off. I There is almost nothing in this movie that works for me.
1: Yeah, There is
0: very, very little in this movie that works for me.
1: There are a couple things for me, but I tend to see the good... Uh... A little bit more than you were
0: more feeling time. the Christmas spirit I, I could, I could maybe <laughs> should we jump in with talking about the plot sure so this film opens and sort of in the background is there is a British research team called sub-zero and they are drilling into a man-made mountain in Finland
1: mm-hmm. there's early suggestion that it's uh, something... I hesitate to say supernatural, but I guess that is what it is. Yeah. is. They're like, why? We found sawdust in the mountain. Sawdust is typically, um, surrounding ice to keep it cold. So why is there ice in the mountain? Oh, something's inside of the ice. Ba- they ba-ba-ba. talk specifically
0: about it being, um, built by the Sami people to, like, hide something. Hide something. Have yeah.
1: something, keep something in.
0: Yeah, in case. Yeah, yeah. in case it is ice. Um,
1: very much like the thing.
0: Very much, very, very much <laughs> like the thing. Uh, that they're doing their experiments there. There's a lot of explosions. It's very messy and noisy, which ties into the plot later. Um, a couple little boys witness this. Pitari and Yuso. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not going with these Finnish names, so I'm sorry. pitari
1: reminds me of like it just seems like the Finnish version of Peter. Yeah, That's sort of what I was vibing with. But
0: Yuso, I'm, I'm not so sure. No. Uh, they go. They see this um they're messing around near this dig site when they're not supposed to pietari goes home and doesn't
1: he already think it's santa cuz they're talking about santa about like oh he's just he's made up your dad is lying to you who 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 was it that came to our house oh that was this neighbor so and so they're they're ha- they're having discussions about this being related to christmas somehow aren't they
0: yeah but then then Pietari goes home and he has a book that explains the real origins of Santa Claus, which is that he's a horned demon who whips little boys for being bad and uh, gathers them up in sacks. Them. I think he cooks them, yeah. I think is what Tons he Robert. reads. Um,
1: Do you so, he gets this book? No. Okay, he just has it. His dad has it. I totally.
0: think it's at their house. So this 10-year-old now has all the deep lore for the rest of the movie. Um, <laughs> we have now entered my main problem with the plotting of this movie is that this 10-year-old, Pitari, knows everything. And every time he walks into a situation with these other characters that we're going to go on to explain, uh he just like talks to them very confidently and and stoically cuz he knows everything. He already knows uh what's going on, what the threats are, and how has a plan in mind to solve the threats. By the end of the film, he is leading the brigade. Yeah. He is. He is in charge of. I don't think saving... he always
1: knows what's going on. There is a like kind of a. I wouldn't call it a third act twist, but a, some sort of miniature twist, that I feel like he doesn't know what's going on there. But
0: are you talking about the it. children?
1: No, no, no. I'm talking about the thing they capture, them thinking it's Santa, and then it turning out to be something else.
0: Okay. Like fair enough. Yeah, he is yeah, yeah. wrong about that in one instance. Yes. However. Um, the movie bends over backwards in the end to make sure that he's not wrong. Sure, we're we're leading our listener. We're like obfuscating for our listener. Yeah, but he actually isn't wrong because the movie changes reality to make him right.
1: Interested to hear. I I, I don't know what you're talking about. So. He
0: calls someone Santa Claus, and then the movie at the end decides that despite uh that not being Santa Claus, the movie says actually it is Santa Claus. Actually, they're all Santa Clauses. That's sure. That's the thing the movie yeah, does. I understand
1: what you're saying.
0: The movie again bends to his will. Right. It uh doesn't make any you sense.
1: Hate this child.
0: This this child sucks. He's a he's a terrible actor. You said he's the son of someone? He is
1: him and his father. The characters in the movie are played by a real-life father and son. So I don't know who I don't know what, what the casting situation was like or who the guy is who plays the father. Yeah. But presumably they were like we want to hire this father and son to portray a realistic father and son
0: have Which no idea they why. don't they're not on screen together very often at all no. they have a few early scenes where they have some conflict but the plot the little boy plot and the his father's name is Rano let's just get this just fucking sure, get into yeah, it yeah, yeah. No, his father's no. name is Rano he runs a reindeer slaughterhouse uh business is bad the <laughs> wolves are eating the reindeer and he thinks the wolves oh. have been uh, really revved up by the sound the explosions and the yeah. like the ongoing drilling going on by the um i've already forgotten what they're called sub zero from the research team sub zero yeah. he builds a trap i'm fast forwarding through the first half hour of this movie because it's That's really fine. not interesting
1: i like was so i feel like i was watching it but i literally my brain wasn't on yeah it was just going one in ear and out the other
0: in finish uh <laughs> exactly the father builds a trap to catch the wolves cuz he doesn't have many reindeer left to kill and sell um, instead, he captures a naked old man.
1: Mm-hmm. Who has got a, a vaguely Santa Claus-ish look about him? He's got a beard.
0: I wouldn't agree that he's Santa Claus. He looks like a... like a, Emaciated Santa Claus. Yeah, Santa Claus is... One of his defining characteristics is that he's he's got a big old bowl full of jelly uh, belly. <laughs> like, that's...
1: Yes, he again.
0: He doesn't look like Santa, Claus. He, looks like Santa uh, Claus. he looks like like Rasputin or something. Like, sure. He looks like a, but
1: he's got the white beard.
0: Craggly, scary old man. Uh-huh. Um, they. This man is initially him. appears to be dead.
1: Mm-hmm, but he can smell gingerbread. <laughs> They're like all eating gingerbread, and his nose is twitching. Like oh, he's alive, and he wants the gingerbread.
0: I feel like we're, as I'm as I'm describing this plot, I feel like. Hiding the revelations is not even worthwhile. Fine, let's go. Let's um, get to it.
1: We're already halfway through the movie. Oh, this... while this is happening, I will say, while this is happening, the children are being stolen. Yes. Uh, his friend, uh, he's like, we see a little the little um, Pietari like, on the phone with a list of his friends' names, and he's crossing them off because he's talking to the parents and none of them are there. And he goes to Juzo? Yeah. Druso's uh, house and in the bed, which is one of the things I found a little like a good design element of this movie, is that in the bed where the children should be are these like straw men with creepy faces.
0: Yeah, they're being replaced by like I guess they're effigies.
1: Yeah, they're like little doll um
0: things. They're and not little, they're like child size. Child
1: size dolls. And they are little children or small. That's what I meant by little. Sure. They're, no, they're what? not little. They're child they're size not dolls. Yes. They're like
0: life size. Yes. They're free- That's the freaky part about them, right? Yes. Is that they're not like. Um, like paper doll wicker men Like no, they're, they're child replacements Yes,
1: and they're very spooky And he carries one like to the three adults Who are all freaking out about this Santa thing One of them is Juso's father
0: Yeah, so Rano is Juso's father I will confess that I don't really understand The relationship between the adults in this film I think they're just friends I think so too That they're just like around One of them is Juso's father One of them is Pietro's No, Yeah. Pietari, Pietari father i don't know who the third guy is he runs he owns the warehouse i don't know i'm it doesn't matter um
1: details i did not pay attention to
0: yeah so what they found uh pietari claims is santa claus um oh the other the only other detail that i think is relevant that we missed is that the sub-zero team is missing he goes to confront the sub-zero team at one point Mm -hmm. and they're they're gone Um, but Rauno is aware of Sub-Zero and their- Right, they, like, root
1: through their office and shit, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Impact on his reindeer slaughtering. Right.
1: And then they get a phone call at some point. I don't remember where they have this phone, but the guy who we saw in the beginning, the American, who wanted this, um, whatever's in the ice, he calls them and is like, we're on our way. Do you have the, the asset? And they're like, totally. Yeah, he's great. We'll get you your Santa Claus. Yes. And they're going to get paid from it, which is great. Great little Deus ex machina yeah. for their so, financial troubles. Yeah, yeah,
0: so um, they meet with the Sub Zero guy, who is like, "This is not Santa. This is one of his little helpers,
1: mm-hmm. an elf."
0: That is what the the Finnish people say. Um, they ask for eighty five thousand dollars for him, <laughs> uh, and then there's like a there's like a, a a fun little quibble about like you should have asked for at least a million.
1: Do we know why? Are they powerful? I guess they're, like, super strong and shit.
0: We have no idea. (laughs) We... All the characters know is that Piatari said it's Santa Claus, and that Santa Claus, that he's seen this man before, um, he watches all the children, Uh because he knows if they're naughty or nice, and that uh, he knows all the kids, he spies on us, he's Santa Claus. And this is part of where I'm just like, it's really weird that this kid just, like for the past couple days just walks around knowing this and like yeah. he just knows it all and never has gone into the warehouse to see that the they've had this body here like on it's i don't i don't understand part of it is that the place because i actually think that there are two locations i think it's one of the other guy's properties and then also Rano Slaughterhouse it's very confusing mm-hmm. they have the elf they're meeting with the sub zero guy the sub zero guy is like we have to be really like quiet and calm because otherwise bad things are gonna happen. And yeah. then the Finnish guys, only one of whom speaks English, and so only one of them is translating, they start like being like, What is what the fuck is he talking about? Cut to the Sub-Zero guy already having an axe in the back of his head. Terrible action filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Uh we don't see like
1: How it happens. How it happens. It just
0: happens. And then it's like a a horde of zombies, but they're all naked men. They act yeah. like zombies. Again,
1: actually, this I want to say this. The first moment of this, I actually found really scary. Um, it it immediately stops being scary. But I'll tell you what happened. This the second this happens is that like the Sub Zero guy is like they he says some dramatic line like they're already here or like yeah. they're coming and you look around and all of them are frozen. Like they're not running towards yeah. them; they're actually just like behind trees, and they are they look like ice sculptures. And I was like, "That's scary!" And then a second later, they just became naked, old naked men. old men running towards them, dirty naked old men. Yeah. And it was like, "Okay, now." This so they is
0: they somewhere. have they're they're they have to get away. They're in I guess an airplane hangar, which is where they meet with the Sub Zero guy. Um, and so they go inside to take refuge from the many naked old men who are going to attack them. And once they get in here, they realize that there is this giant block of ice with a horned creature. Yeah. The horns
1: are like protruding out of the ice. Um,
0: and all of these ovens and radiators and stuff that has been stacked up trying to melt the ice, but also all of the missing children are here. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just very convenient that the place that they went to go meet with the Sub Zero guy also happens to be where well, the children were taken. I
1: presume it's that once Santa comes out of the um, ice, the children are conveniently there for him to eat.
0: No, no, no. Uh, I'm not quibbling with that. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying this is the location of the meeting for selling this. Elf.
1: Sure, 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 sure. That is very convenient.
0: It's fine. It's just dumb. Like, uh, th- nobody works here to like check that out. Like, no, they're all missing. Okay. Jusso is in one of the bags. Yuso. Huh. They free
1: him. It they is him. It's Uso. That's why I was thinking I was getting wrong. It's Uso. It's spelled with a J. Um, I think, actually. not. No, I'm not sure.
0: It is spelled with a J. That's part of reading cool. the subtitles and also like trying to connect it to the sounds. Yes. It can get confusing. Piatari comes up with his plan, which is that they're going to blow up the... They're going to use the children as bait, uh-huh. and they're going to blow up the... A giant well, block of ice.
1: Use the children's blade to lure the elves away. Yeah, they they have a helicopter. They put all the kids. It's a
0: 0 helicopter. That, that yeah, that, that makes sense. Yes. that actually comes from the guy.
1: Um, because he came out in a helicopter. They use the helicopter to fly the children in the bags away. Pietari is like on the net, whooping like a little action hero.
0: He literally is on the walkie-talkie. He's like, stay out of this. Like, I'm I'm handling this. He's riding <laughs> the net of the helicopter like fucking Tom Cruise. Yeah, this is like
1: an eleven-year-old child.
0: Um, which you can just think is like, he's literally running the show. These adults are not doing anything at no. this point.
1: Except then, now they're going to blow up Santa.
0: Right, they blow up, yeah. Which they do. They do. And uh, Piatari falls off the thing, and he's going to get got. But that's talking about the Access to Machina. That's when they blow up Santa. And so, all of the elves I don't want to call them elves.
1: That's what they are. Elf, uh,
0: we'll talk about it in a sec. The, <laughs> the Santa's helpers. Just like freeze and stop, and are just like dazed.
1: And they're in like the reindeer pen? The
0: reindeer pen, yeah. Yeah.
1: So now they're all trapped in there, which I mean, it's a reindeer pen. They can presume. Well, they don't
0: do anything after the Santa blows up. They just like are frozen. They're just like.
1: They're not frozen. They just don't have the need to kill. They're not getting their like hive mind instructions. They presumably still have free will.
0: I want to talk about that in a second. Yeah. That's like that's like a that's a whole topic unto itself. Okay, yeah. so they have all this. Um, one of them is like 198 Santa Clauses, and they talk about like, oh, well, if they're eighty five thousand a pop, then, uh, so does the math of like how much money they'll make. It's like sixteen million. Did they million. introduce
1: him as like being really good at doing mental math? I missed that.
0: I also missed that.
1: They <laughs> must have.
0: Um, and so the last. I guess three minutes of this movie are montage of, of like 312 days to Christmas and 60 days to Christmas. And what it would appear they were doing, which I am, I can only guess makes fucking sense if you have seen yeah. the short films that precede this, which we have not, is I guess training them yes. to be Santas, putting them in boxes, and shipping them across the world. The one yeah, we see Santa's Zanzibar. Like,
1: yeah, specifically teaching them not really not actually actual Santa stuff, but like just loving children. Like the only real thing we see them do is like sit with dolls and like whether or not they are good at being nice to a doll and not like, I guess, ripping the doll to pieces. (laughs) Is I guess presumably like where they started and now where they're, where they are. And the name
0: of their company is Rare Exports from the land of the original Santa Claus. So that's the business that they now have. Cool, I have um a million questions. Great. Let's what get into the them. fuck is happening here? <laughs> Again, I drifted in and out of like my my comprehension of what was going on in the first hour of this movie. Yeah. The last 20 minutes to me are absolute fucking nonsense. <laughs> Why? I mean, frankly, so the Sub Zero guy isn't really that interested in buying this elf. Uh oh, he, he wants sh- Santa. He shows up expecting that. I don't know why they 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 name their price they say 85,000. Um the guy doesn't really respond to that and talk about that. He's talking about how that's not Santa and how they're all in danger before mm-hmm. he dies. Um it is never established that the going rate of a of an elf, much less a Santa Claus, is 85,000, nor is it clear who would the the distribution channels would be is
1: buying these santas i don't have a sense of like at a point i was like oh they're mall santas like they're 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 but like no one buys and also no one buys mall santas you hire them
0: also they're not santas right what the fuck are they talking about they go to great lengths to say that this, this isn't santa that it's the helpers or the they elves. You don't
1: have to be. Here's here's the where I'm quibbling with you about the like about how this makes the little boy right. No one is actually claiming they're Santa.
0: They literally say 198 Santa Clauses.
1: Because they're selling them as Santa Clauses.
0: What the fuck are they? Like, here's the thing I don't understand. Is it just a human trafficking thing? Yes. Okay. What what magical powers do these things have? I don't know. It's unclear. They're just naked old men.
1: Yeah, they can't die. Maybe. How do we know? I don't know.
0: The, the, we don't see them try to kill one.
1: Well, no, it it, go, it falls in the trap, and presumably, like, could have died. is really bloodied and is still I'm... very tough. Uh, but why is that? I don't think that's a trait that Santa needs to have.
0: Also, why did why do you need to sell Santa? Okay, so so the the logical leaps here at the They have like end...
1: cold, like they they're, they're not dying. They from... have cold
0: resistance. Yeah. Okay. Here, here's, here's the first issue I have is that I'm fine with your dumb action plot that once Santa, uh, or the horned creature in the ice block blows up, then their hive mind is gone. Yeah, makes but sense. But what, like, sure, fine, <laughs> do whatever for your fucking movie. What does that mean for the history of this creature? So like, um, it's still thawing. It is not yet free to wreak its its havoc. Santa, Uh again, this is more of a Krampus figure, and even then, it's more like a giant eldritch thing. Yeah. Um, this, this, this er Ur-creature's, like, relationship to Christmas mythology completely baffles me. I don't know if it's, like, a Finnish folklore thing that this makes more sense. I don't even get where, like, where you get to Santa Claus, like, two leaps from here. okay. It comes out of the ice because of sub-zero meldling. Again, we're talking about the thing where, like, yeah, we yeah, understand yeah, 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 yeah. that, like, humankind has unearthed something that it shouldn't. It's a classic horotrope, yes. Once it's out of the mountain, does it then activate its army of elves? Yes.
1: I think that its psychic powers extend beyond the ice, but not the ice plus sawdust plus mountain.
0: Okay. So, this is a, a an ancient threat come anew. Where were these elves? Were they created? Were they dormant? Where were they? Oh. Where'd they come from? Is there is there <laughs> a, a, a continuous supply of them? This is getting a bit into the business head. Is yeah. there a continuous supply of them that more will keep showing up and then they could then um, capture well, no, and sell them? Probably
1: not anymore. This would be like, might've been wise to keep Santa on ice somehow to keep this business going. It doesn't seem like it now that he is gone.
0: Are these humans, are these old men who are being turned to the will of the Eldritch Santa? I don't think so. They are creatures they are, who are... I think
1: they are being created. They being are like... fully
0: formed as naked old men? Yes. Okay.
1: And that, like, I'm probably reading too far into this. I don't know if they say this in the movie, but this is potentially where the Santa myth comes from in the first place, is that his elves look like this. Like, Santa doesn't necessarily look like the Santa that we know, but these elves look like Santas, and that's where some of the other mythology comes from. Do you know what I'm saying?
0: Sure. Yeah. I have no fucking idea what this movie is trying... Like, what... What is any of this? The, the fact that I come away from it asking this many questions, again, that's mostly about the backstory. The thing we already said about, like, who, what is their distribution network? Like, how, where do they find buyers? Who are the buyers? What are they selling? Like, literally, what experience are they selling? They're just selling yes. old, old men, men with, again, unclear mystical powers. Some mystical powers that are unclear. For what purpose? To what end? What the fuck are they trying to do? Who accepted their price of $85,000 a pop? They just made that number up.
1: Yeah. I have no idea.
0: The end of this movie makes no fucking sense. No,
1: and I'm actually very curious now about the short film and if it offers any answers here. Um, Because we are talking about, like, essentially the epilogue of this film, right? Like, you're kind of not supposed to ask those questions because it's just the epilogue. But of course, that's where all of the questions lie.
0: It's what all of it culminates in. You
1: can't expect us to just be like, oh, of course, then they're running a Santa Claus business. Like, that makes perfect sense. Like, no, you can't just end a movie that way.
0: And to be honest, to be like frank here, I think that if you just want to chop off that last 10 minutes and just have me evaluate the rest of it, I we wouldn't even have this much to talk about. This movie is not interesting no, because it's nothing. Really. It's not entertaining, it's not engaging. It is I see how it is a horror movie, but it's quite boring. Yeah. I The
1: horror is very minimal.
0: I just don't understand what this is trying to do. Even even less than I see what people see in it. I don't know I mean, I guess the answer is it just it's a it's a 80-minute prequel for an 8-minute like short film that we didn't watch that Yeah. From like 2003, that like doesn't. I don't know. I was really frustrated by this. I I felt like as it went on, I I shifted from boredom to bafflement, and and
1: then to anger, and, and
0: then, well, then my anger. The
1: five stages of grief.
0: My anger primarily stems from the fact that this is so beloved, that this is a Christmas tradition for people, for people with good taste that I yeah. like know and respect. Right, like. I'm sure there are people listening to this who are like, "You guys are so fucking wrong. What's wrong with you?" Yeah. <laughs> and like, that is really frustrating to me because I,
1: I honestly, what I, missed, yeah. I
0: honestly feel like we watch different movies. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand it. what the entertainment factor here is. Just while we're in this like spiral of things that are bad, and then maybe we can loop back to some other stuff. Uh, I think it looks bad. I don't think it's very well. This shot. leads into my main issue. Actually. Yeah, I think that it's it's pretty poorly shot. It has a lot of the hallmarks of low budget, like late 2000s, early 2010s. horror and really cheap CGI
1: which we did just just talk about it's very much in the same vein it doesn't do as much CGI as the thing 2011 but Mm -hmm. when it does it looks just as bad if not worse and
0: I think I would be less hard on it if this was just a roulette pick that that I came into with no expectations and that I felt like you know there's just a lot of not that good horror movies from around the world by first time directors just trying to do something fun and it just doesn't work This being so beloved makes me feel, like, crazy. I feel crazy. (laughs) Like, what... I'm so sorry. What am I missing here? I
1: don't know. I I really wish I could speak to it. I feel like it'd be even better if I really loved it. Like, everyone does, and I could, like, explain it to you. But no, with, like, with with a lot of things, you and I are alone in this, um, just not understanding it, and I... I also don't even think it's something that someone can necessarily explain to us, because I think it is just a matter of, like, why do you go into a movie? What do you want out of a movie? I think that... I don't know. I think... I I, I don't know. I don't... Maybe expectations are just different for everyone.
0: And there's a cool concept here. This eldritch monster Santa Claus being um, uncovered by a research team and then be having to be dealt with by just like some dudes who live in Finland. Yeah. That is an interesting concept. Yeah,
1: and this is what I was gonna say. This is this is my main issue, and it ties into both that and how this movie looks, is that I really liked when it started to lean into like, okay, Santa is in the ice. He has huge fucking horns. He's a giant. Yeah. He's terrifying. He's gonna be so scary once you see him. And I was like, oh, that's cool that they're actually making that Santa and not Krampus because what everybody does now in horror, when you talk about Christmas and horror is that Krampus is scary and Santa is nice and Krampus is going to come try to kill you. And then Santa's going to save you somehow. And I love that this movie was like, no, no, Santa is the scary one. Santa and Krampus, those two myths sprung out of just one creature Mm -hmm. and uh, it's Santa and he's here to kill you and eat the children. I was super into that. Uh, I find it inexcusable that you show me a Santa in the ice with huge fucking horns and then you never let me see him. I am personally hurt by that. Personally victimized by not seeing big horned demon Santa. Yeah. Uh, I understand why this movie didn't do it, because if I thought a million little elf people running, running around. around from a helicopter's eye view looked like garbage, of course big horned demon. Santa's going to look like garbage. And if we had seen him, I'm sure I'd have some criticism of like, they shouldn't have shown it because you should know your expectations with your budget. Like I said about fucking um, God, what was that movie? The found footage one we did a few months ago. They're watching. That's what it's called. Um, I tend to get critical of, of that. But in this case, I think I probably would have rather seen big horned demon Santa because I think showing him existing and not showing like it, it's cutting us off it's leading to something and then just blowing him up. I think it's the laziest plot storytelling move they could have possibly
0: made. And frankly, I know, like, I think that we proved with their watching that you and I specifically are willing to forgive and overlook um, specifically, like, CGI missteps for the greater, like, yes, narrative like, really and heart movie. Yeah. and, like... You could, the sense of care that goes into a movie. Absolutely. Right. We understood the moment we saw the third act of they're watching why people don't like it. Yes. Right. We understood it, but we've we, well,
1: we also empathize with the director. We were like, we know you're trying to do something, not everybody has the money to do. It. Movie, and that's a
0: good movie, and that's a fun movie, and that's that's a that's a true hidden gem. I think we could have forgiven bad CGI in this if it had that heart, that plotting, that care, yeah, that it was talent. Compelling. Absolutely. And I didn't for me it missed on almost every front. Um again the acting the cgi the way it's shot the the script i'm i'm really sorry i don't like
1: i know i don't want to pile on but like I but this just was was it feel like, i don't feel, get it yeah. it doesn't feel
0: good to come into a movie knowing people like it and knowing that um you know it was recommended by my fucking mother and that <laughs> like listeners like it and that people on Letterboxd like it and then to just sit there slack jawed like in awe of what I'm watching. That's not yeah. good. I don't like dunking on no. something like this the way that I will, I will gladly dunk on a high-budget studio disaster. Absolutely. It sucks. It feels bad. I feel bad now. This is not the spirit of Christmas. <laughs> this isn't what naughty you Naughty
1: list. Naughty list.
0: <laughs> I'm just bummed out. I'm really bummed oh, no, out I by this you. movie. I mean,
1: I'm, I'm with you. I'm completely with you. I, I don't understand it either. <sighs> uh... At least Christmas is over.
0: Christmas is over. This is a post-Christmas episode. Yeah. Our last of 2020, ending it the way that the whole year was. Yeah, seriously? Are you ready to um, encase this in a block of ice and then bury it under a mountain for hopefully hundreds forever. of years? Yeah. Uh, forever would be great, but somebody's going to come along and stir it up. <laughs> we know that for sure.
1: Someone always does.
0: Back to the roulette, I would say.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let's start 2021 with a shitty roulette pick, as love it, always. Love it.
0: How about you pull up that roulette and we'll see what we can get. Our next movie will be...
1: Eraserhead. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, this is going to be bad.
0: David Lynch's Eraserhead. Yeah. I assume this is on Criterion Channel, but will you check?
1: Yes, it's on Criterion Channel.
0: Great. Uh, Well, at least we know it's not a bad movie.
1: I'm probably going to hate it, though. I'm going into it thinking I'm going to hate it. I do not like David Lynch. It tears this podcast apart regularly, the, the David Lynch uh, dichotomy. See, but now
0: we could do it on, on mic. Uh, yeah. We could have the David Lynch fight discourse on on mic. Yeah. I think this is a good way to kick off the new year.
1: Great. I've never seen it. I assume you've seen it multiple times.
0: I've only seen it once. Oh, okay. Years ago. I've been meaning to rewatch it. Oh, Perfect. I watched a bunch of David Lynch this year cuz I did a Twin Peaks rewatch.
1: Mhm. Did we watch Mulholland Drive this year? Yeah. Okay. I did not like Mulholland Drive even though it was very up my alley. Um
0: This is going to be interesting. I am yeah. I am really looking forward to the conversations we have around this. Uh if yeah, you haven't seen Racerhead, uh watch it. It's It's one of the great yeah, I will say, I cinematic like, freakouts. I it's a strange film.
1: Having not seen it has felt like a a blank spot for me. Um regardless of how I know how I'm going to feel about it, or I think, I guess I, I shouldn't say I know how I'm going to feel about it. I'll go with open eyes. Um, but I think that I, regardless of how I feel about it, I'm going to be glad that I watched it.
0: I hope so. Dave Lynch is the best. Uh, I'm very excited for this episode.
1: I like him as a person more than I like him as a director.
0: <laughs> There's going to be, there will be blood. It's going to be a
1: <laughs> can't wait. January 2021. We're what a way to kick off the year. Rip it up. Love it.
0: All right, our next movie will be Eraserhead. Until then, you can check us out on our website at NowScreaming.com.
1: And on Twitter and Facebook at NowScreaming.
0: Be sure to leave us a like and a subscribe on whatever podcast app that might be. Yes. People are really shifting to Spotify. I don't know how the Spotify rating system works, but uh, everybody's using Spotify for podcasts now. So we're on Spotify. We, we're on Spotify. Yeah. But I don't know if you can leave us five stars there. I don't know either. If you can, please do.
1: Yeah, love it.
0: Thanks, as always, to Wes Craven. And to Eric Cohn and Chris Chang, the only top critics on Rotten Tomatoes to understand that this movie sucks. (laughs) That's good. Thanks to everyone out there who knows that this movie isn't good. All right. Happy New Year, everybody.
1: Happy New Year. And stay spooky.
0: Stay spooky.